Welcome back to Experiencing Gold, a 5th edition D&D podcast. I am your host, your DM, Nick Singer, and uh, recapping the events of last time are going to be uh, Keith and Sam alternating sentences. Seriously? Oh, do it. You start. I have you faith start. in you. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Oh, God. I'm so ready. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, starting with Keith. <laughs> So, last time, uh, we started back up the adventure and hit the road again. We <laughs> found our way into a very old forest. But first we went, went to the Great Bridge. That was episode 7. Crap! <laughs> Alright, this is falling apart at the seams. Alright, let Here I am trying to be funny. <laughs> the Bridge, like... The Verdant Lake was just full of algae. It wasn't actually green. Then we went to a town where Connor's character grew up, and I pretended to be his fiance. Then he wouldn't get a beer. Then we, we walked along and we found an a branch of something. <laughs> oh yes, I talked to an old woman for a long time. And then we found a branch of a monastery, literally on a branch of a tree, and it was super great. And then we met this depressed old dude who used to be an adventurer like us, and he told us that we were going to be special, and then he pushed our souls out of our bodies to invoke our soul life song, whatever the term is, and we were forever changed. We got the spirits fisted out of us. And the, sh- the shipping wars started last episode. And that was not just a branch. <laughs> Correct. No, it was the place. It was the original. Okay. We had a frozen moment. And a tree. And a tree. Big tree. Okay. Only one tree. Only one tree. We did go. Not just a double a branch. tree. Double money, tree's double a hotel. Oh, God. That's why I said give us money. Um, okay. So we're just going to pick up uh, right where we left off then. So the three of you are left standing there as Grocco just disappears with a splash, basically. Uh, did, did that... Did anyone else see, like, our souls coming out of our body? What? Doesn't that happen to you every day? <laughs> Does it happen yeah, to I you did. every day? I mean, no. No, that was Did weird. it happen to you ever, Catmint? Yeah. Really? And Yoel no. just says, um, I think I'm a little more concerned about, you know, what was going on. I, I thought I was shattered. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yes. You were all shiny. What's up with that? You were so pretty! I mean, you are your own individual. This is true. Maybe you have a soul. Well, I mean... Yeah. Well, you're you're still so pretty. It was all white and shiny. Is that what's pretty? Well, I'm not... I'm not trying to be... <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I'm just saying, you back were pedal, pretty and shiny pedal. and white. However, there may be other shades of colors that would be equally pretty. It is not hinging upon the whiteness. I have to, I have to make that clear, says Catman. Good, good recovery, Catman. Sure. Well, let's call it. Thank you. Catman doesn't you know, see color. Right, yeah. Um, sorry, that was a lot to take in. Where are we going again? Where? You don't remember? Oh. Grocco! No idea! Grocco! Where are we going? Wait, wait, don't leave yet. We don't. We have no clue where we're going. Flashback, flashback. 
Uh, Flashback! Somebody just make me a history check. <laughs> I, I have a pretty good idea, but I'll let it those. Shadooski. I got a 13. Okay, yeah. You gotta hit up uh, the Living Sands. Go to that tower. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your, your house we're going to now, Pariah. What? You made me come here. We're making you go home too, buddy. And I start walking out the door. So you guys, as you head out, um, you're out in like the courtyard of the monastery now, and um, Rost and uh, Umbra are talking, and uh, when you guys approach, they turn to you, and uh, Rost says, Ah, so uh, things went well, I take it. Well's a word. It's also a deep, uh, deep subject. He just grins. Yeah, um... Not really sure what to think about what happened in there, honestly. Well, I mean, you got a grumpy old man out of his house, so there is that. Sure. We also had our souls lifted from our bodies. Oh, yeah, he did that? Yeah. Yes. Good. It's been a while since someone did Okay, I, I take it that's a normal occurrence around here. Um, not around here, not for a long time. Cool. Well, thank you for uh, having that happen to us. He just gives you a thumbs up. Great. I, uh, I look at uh, Kevin and Pariah. Do we need anything in town before we head out? Otherwise, I say we just go. I think we should try to find your family. I disagree. Why? Um, well, don't... Well, my parents at this point are probably dead. Uh, yeah. My brother is probably just about as old as I should be. In the and dirt, maybe. any of... And potentially dead as well. Uh, yep. And I don't necessarily want to have to deal with that right now. But Nothing personal. But what if personal. they kids? What if they named their kids after you? Kevin, Shouldn't we invite them to your wedding? We should not. Of course! Kevin, I've been... Umbra just town. looks at the three of you... <laughs> Isn't there some place you guys have to be? Yeah, there is. Eventually. We also it's have not to make here. time for shenanigans, though. You do understand. <laughs> I don't understand. You are sad. Sh- shenanigans are, are, I guess if we're supposed to be the heroes, shenanigans are quite important to the hero's journey. <laughs> I, I, I see. How about we just walk through the town and see what happens? Let I, fate decide. Catman. <laughs> we do we do already have traveling gear and rations. I think we'll be able to make it to the Waking Sands. I don't I, even I need agree. food. And I know. Catman, I've been gone for 75 years. Yeah. There's reasons that I haven't been back that I don't really want to discuss right now. That's fair. I'd like, prefer if actually, we just left. She's going to actually like look not annoying for once and actually be like, that's legit. I get that. Like, this is like one of the first, I think, genuine moments that Catmint is having with another person since you've met her. Is she high? I pat her on the head. (sighs) No. Thank you. (laughs) At this point, your conversation has uh, brought you out of the monastery. You guys have climbed down the tree and you are now walking through the village of uh, Willow. And uh, basically, you know, fate decides, no, you will not run into any of your family members or relatives of family members, etc., etc. Yep. And uh, because nobody wants to deal with it, you guys uh, 
we're just gonna fast travel this this fun stuff to the edge of the waking sands because you can follow those roads that are uh you know safe roads yes Hooray. and we have I, had many I, shenanigans along the way oh I man a song. what a what a crazy journey we had and we grew as friends along the way and there we made a lot of fun of catmint and she... and that's how i delivered my sister-in-law's sprouts Oh, that makes <laughs> perfect sense. Aren't you just a sprout yourself? Terrifying. I was but a sprout myself. Good God. All right. So, oh wait. And Uncle Howard go. said, Well, damned if I know. <laughs> That's the fifth time you've told that joke, Captain. Oh, it's just so funny, though. It was. I still your don't iconic, get it. Uh, your iconic traveling music, you know, starts to fade out as you approach... The, uh, the Living Sands. And when you get there, you guys, you know, you can see the giant tower in the middle of them. So what what exactly are the Living Sands? It's a bunch of sand. Like a big they desert? just move around it's like a, a big lot. Desert. Paint, us, paint us a mental picture. Oh, do so, you mind? I'm, I'm getting there. So it's a very, very, like, it looks like a desert that has been literally displaced. Um, so there's just tons of desert around and there's no like like natural progression from desert to grasslands it's like here's grasslands now there's desert and like there's a clear circle and like while the shape is like not like jagged you notice that there's not any like stray grains of sand or anything that make their way into the grass like it's all very enclosed um the temperature doesn't seem to uh, change, though. Like, it's still this mild uh, weather that you guys have in the grasslands. It's not, like, scorching hot. So it's, so it's like, less of a desert and more like some giant asshole dumped his sandbox out onto yeah, the specific pretty much. spot. Okay. And still nothing fact, has grown there. That's an extremely accurate representation, actually. All right. And uh, there you are. I don't like it. Why not? Look at all the there's sun no, that you'll get. There's, there's no dirt. I mean, this is like, dirt. And I'll, I'll pick up a handful of sand dry. and let it cascade over. That cabin. is not dirt. That's it's just, it's sand. Dirt. It's, it's rock dirt. That's not the same thing. It I is very loose dirt. I very learned this in loose. school. This is something I know. I'm going to roll nature to see if I'm right. Okay. <laughs> I got a seven. So, you know that while sand and dirt aren't exactly the same thing, they might as well be, because no one really cares. <laughs> and I say, I say, well, you lied to me. Who, wait, who lied to you? Both of you. You're just deceiving me. In what way? You said that it wasn't sand. I just kind of, st- I, I look at her for a couple seconds, <laughs> and then I, like, just wow, turn heel frozen. and go right to the, uh, right to the tower. Alright. I'll go so, with Belakai. As you guys are, <laughs> as fair. you guys begin walking through the sand, now keep in mind, like, the tower is actually, like, a solid day's journey out. Yeah. You know? But as you guys are walking there, you notice that you don't, like, sink into the sand as you normally would, like, with normal sand. Um, it's almost as if the sand is pushing up back against you. I kind of want to, like, check this out. I, I, I want to, like, bend down and, like, brush away as much of the sand as I can. Okay. 
Is there anything like underneath it? More sand. I dig a little more out. It's, it's Still more sand. More sand. Uh, there will just yeah. be more sand. I know, but it, Belakai. But it feels like there's something under there, doesn't it? That's just how this place is. Always. Yes. Huh. Well, no, but. Well, you want to explain that? You'll you'll get answers at the tower. I hope. Yeah. Fair enough. I get up and I start walking again. Yeah, yeah, we can see the tower. Yeah, you guys can, can see, see the, the tower. We can see the tower from here. Okay. It's very tall. Wait. You also make note that uh, it's, you know, you can't quite put your finger on it, but it does seem to be mildly phallic in nature. Oh. Ah, that's a desert penis. No, just a desert tower. <laughs> that may you potentially know, slightly look Someone's Someone's overcompensating. Kind of. It's a phallic desert tower. You know. <laughs> Gosh, you guys. Hey, that's canonical. Um, so, as you guys are continuing your journey, you know, you're like, wow, this is a lot easier than I would have expected walking through a desert to be, you know? Um, about, you know, half a mile ahead of you, you guys can see that there seems to be a very large group of people wandering around. Hmm. Huh. Uh, uh, you'll stay hidden. I want to look closer yeah, at them. The plan. Uh, they're half a mile out. How are you going to look closer at them? With my eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Catmint, uh, what, do you, I suppose. what do your eye eyes see? What do your eye eyes see? Lots and lots of plants. <laughs> We're in a desert. I got a three. So, I see plants everywhere. Alright, so, uh, it's a bunch of people. In fact, when you look at them... You're like, I'm pretty sure those are people. Okay. Well, guys, those might be people. They might not be. You can clearly tell that they are people. That might be something other than people. Question. They're they're people, Catmint. Well, should be hasty. Question. Do they look like they're trying to be shifty at all, or do they just look like they're out having a stroll? It's a large group of people, and, like, when I say large, I mean, like, 20, 30 of them. I mean, it doesn't look like they're trying to hide or anything, so if we're walking into an ambush, it's a very lazy ambush. Well, we're probably not. This is your home turf, Pariah, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna take a, see if I can notice anything off about them. Okay. Perception, right? Mm-hmm. So you gonna roll? Yeah, I got an 11. Oh, there it is. Okay, so... <clears throat> you can't really tell anything. They're still too far away off. They haven't moved, and you guys haven't moved, so you can't really tell. They look like they may be travelers, but it's best to be wary. They might not be people. They're people. As much as you're a person. And I'm I a person. I might not be a people. I... I think you're I might be a figment in someone's mind. Catmint. That's crazy talk, Cameron. Well, think about it. Why? All of our actions could be controlled by other people. We could just be... This joke is not funny, and I'm cutting (laughs) it off right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Catman, you hear a voice inside you that just says, this joke isn't funny and you should probably stop right now. And it's it's not like a voice, no, it's your inner conscience telling you that this is a bad idea to keep Ooh, this Oh, it's joke my going. comedy conscience. 
Yeah. Your commandant doesn't really talk often. I wonder if we can pull that in more into the story. No. Your comedy conscience? Yeah. What's Catman's the deal with caravan food? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it now. You have successfully offended literally everyone in the room. Twice. <laughs> Excellent. She'll do stand-up someday. No. Add it to the list of goals. Alright, oh so let's just... How about we just walk closer to these people before... You know, just to kind of see. Let's try to stay behind them so they don't see us initially. Well, they aren't moving. Let's sneak behind them. It's flat desert no matter where. Well, if go. they don't turn around, they don't see us. I'm wearing big old chainmail armor. I'm not so much with the stealthy stuff. How about you pretend you're a robot like Pariah? I don't think that would work. Beep boop. I'm Pariah. I don't like having fun. Catmint. Catmint. Catmint, no. I'm just going to assume you guys just start yeah, walking towards Yeah, we're going. Us. Yes, of course. We're okay. Gonna... Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So... When you guys get about within earshot of them, you know, you hear, like, tons of talking and stuff and, like, clanging of pots and pans. It would appear that they've stopped for, like, a meal break or something. And, uh, one of them, like, Ooh. waves at you guys and he waves you over. And when you approach him... We should have a look he, at them uh, before we go. You see I'm not that good at looking wearing, at people. Uh, robes. No, you're not. He's, uh, he is wearing robes. This man like, isn't naked priestly robes. They are also people, Catmint. I admit I was wrong. That is big for me. <laughs> it is. What are, Which is surprising. What are the, uh, what are the chances I would recognize the robes? Oh, DM. Um, make me a history check. Uh, natural 20. So, uh, 24. Right. Hey, check it out. It's the, uh, Clockwork Faithful. Oh, hey. Uh. Uh. It's a ton of them. We saw uh. those guys in, uh, 30 of them. Or so. Didn't we see those guys in Victoria? They were yes. all about. They were like all about you, Pariah. Let's. And, uh, uh, when you say that, they, uh, the one that waved you over, he goes, Pariah. Oh God. You're one of them. Let's keep going. This is amazing. This is amazing. No, I must have you speak with. I. You must speak with Father. Father Peterson. You Sorry. Uh, Father Peterson? uh. Pariah has uh, urgent business at the tower, and we must be going. You understand. And I kind of like. To talk to you. We have very urgent business at the tower as well. Always, we were making our pilgrimage to, you know, well, to the mothers. Let's go. Yep, yep. Great. Bye. I want to talk to them. <laughs> I'm pushing. Go- goodbye. <laughs> and uh, Freaks. as you you guys start like as you guys start trying to walk, um, <clears throat> Malachi, the guy grabs your shoulder with his hand. I punch him. And it's very firm. Hold I on. punch him. Nope. Okay. This is... Okay. Jeez, you guys! <laughs> Immediately, every single person there draws a weapon and oh. is surrounding all of you. Okay, I put like my punched. hands up. I don't want a part of this. I wanted to talk to the guy. And... <clears throat> my arms are up. A bald, like, middle-aged man. Human with robes that are just adorned with, like, gears and all sorts of stuff, steps forward from the crowd. He doesn't actually have a weapon drawn. And he says, It is a serious offense harming another person, especially a faithful, in Mother's Domain. Yeah. God, you guys. I would ask that you shouldn't have touched me. He says, He only wanted you to talk with me. Pariah, it is an honor to finally meet you. And he extends a hand. 
Nope. Just Thank staring you. at it. Uh, you can't reach. It's too high up. And he says, Well, I figured you might not. He says, But what business do you have returning back to your mother? Our business is ours. You're going to see your mom? That's, that's very fair. Then I would appreciate if you did not obstruct our pilgrimage as you are making your own. This isn't a bloody pilgrimage. Come on, guys. We're not going to get in your way. Is the Don't guy get in ours. Is the guy a punch? Is he, like, down on the ground? Oh, he has stood back up. Okay, I was going to help him up, but never mind then. I just I turn and walk. Uh, and he says... <clears throat> uh, Father Peterson, he just says... Peace Ooh. be with you, blessed one. And may your gears always turn. <sighs> I'm guessing Father Peterson was the, the bald guy? Yes. Alright. Yeah. Huh. I'm so going to wave guys, at them cheerfully as I leave. One of them waves at you, but uh, the majority of them, they just kind of wordlessly and silently just stare at you all as you well, pass Well, then I'm going to say the thing that he said. That he said to Brian. What did he say? He said, <laughs> he said, peace be with you and may your gears always turn. And I'm going to shoot him hand, finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> And he looks kind of confused for a second, and then just nods slightly. Two more finger guns, and then I'm off with my friends. Alright. And I say, you guys are going to be really thankful when I got in on their good side later. I don't trust them. I don't either, but... A bunch of weirdos. You guys continue on, and it takes pretty much the rest rest of the day. Until you finally arrive at, um the tower and uh the tower there's just a giant like doorway and there's like what appears to be a loudspeaker like intercom type system next to it yeah you should probably talk to your mom and the music of the sands start to fade away as the tower's music kind of comes in as you approach And I say, Pariah, you probably haven't called your mom in a long time. Call your mom. She wants to hear from you. <laughs> I bet she'll make you cookies. <laughs> I'm just going to kick some sand at Catmint as I walk towards the oh. uh, the intercom. Okay. We are very mean to Catmint. <laughs> she kind no, of Catmint, you've that. had sand kicked at you and poured on you twice now. Yeah, I'm waiting. Um, it is important to note that you do never that you have never found any sand like in your shoes or under your shirt okay. or anything like that. Okay, so the sand isn't pervy. What's that? The sand isn't pervy. <sighs> no, this also sands. They could have been it, the pervy sands. This sand may be coarse and rough, but it doesn't get everywhere. Uh. Ooh. God. Boo. That's so good. That was so I good. I quit the. All right. Thank, thanks I everybody double, for listening. Well, it's been but, uh, fun, guys. This is gonna be my last episode. I know that. Now George Lucas is gonna come to our house and tell us how angry he is. And then he's gonna introduce a CGI character that you're all gonna hate. Oh my God, you guys. Gonna CGI in Pip. Uh, oh, okay. CGI in a you audio podcast. The intercom. Raya, you do it. I can't reach it. There is a button. Yeah, I'll just. To... I'll press the button, 
and just okay. say, it's Pariah, and some friends. And, uh, there's, like, silence for a second, and then you just hear through the, uh, the intercom just, well, it's about time, and the doors start to open. Come on, let's go. I waddle in. Follow. Alright, so, you guys walk in, and just, it's basically a massive library. Like, just spiraling upward staircase in the center, and a massive library surrounding it, up until, like, it's like a three-story tall library thing. I, I put a hand on- space. I put a hand on Pariah's shoulder. I love your house, my friend. <laughs> This isn't my house, this is my, our mother's house. Okay, yeah, cool, great. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna ask her if it's cool if I read for a bit. And, uh, <clears throat> you just hear a voice say, yeah, I actually probably wouldn't touch any of those. She gets kinda, eh, when you do that. She's protective. Yeah. Of her books. She gets really weird about it. Bri, you recognize the voice. Who is it? So you guys turn to where the voice is, and there's another, uh, Machina. This one seems not nearly as finished as Umbra or Pariah were. Like, one of his arms is all entirely bare, you know? Um, and he's wearing very, very, like, how do I want to describe it? He's wearing, like, what looks like scholar's robes, but they're kind of, like, open and flowy-ish, if that makes sense. Cult leader robes. No, not cult leader robes. <laughs> Definitely scholar robes. And you just see he has a book and he just he's just writing. And uh, Pariah, this is your uh, brother's scribe. Okay. Is she in? He says, what's that? Mother, is she Oh yeah, back? she's, you know, up in her workshop as usual. Meanwhile, okay. you know, doing what I always do. Writing. Uh, everything. Catchment. Ever. Belakai. Yeah. Uh, this is my brother, Scribe. Oh, lift me up onto the table, please. And he just, I he will just waves at you. Alright, and I lean forward and I put an elbow on his book and I look up at it and say, Pariah's brought some friends home to he meet says, his mom. Wonderful. Look, I am already behind as it is. A lot has been happening lately. And I need I to like, write it down. I would like to look down in his book since I'm there. Okay, it's... It doesn't really make much sense to you. Um, it's, it's in a language, language that you can't quite understand. Okay. I'm going to try to remember what the symbols look like. Like, if okay. I can eventually figure out what language it is. Okay. And so, but he just says, he goes, yeah, she's up in her workshop. That's, yeah, that's where you're going to want to go. Yeah. He continues writing. Keep up the good work. Uh-huh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and I'm going to scramble onto Pariah's shoulders. Let's go meet your maker! <laughs> and we'll head we, up to the workshop. Why do we travel with you, Catman? I think I we're stuck know, with it now. I don't know, because I'm great. <laughs> I keep telling yourself that. So You have the choice you guys, to dump uh, me. Continue your conversation all the way up the spiral staircase. Um, you guys arrive... Um, the ceiling that is of the library is the floor of another floor. <laughs> Just like everything <laughs> ever. And um, this one, it's still circular, very large and circular, but there's five doors. Um, four of them... Uh, no, there's six doors. 
five of them. No, there's only four doors. What am I doing with my life? How many doors? Nobody knows. Five You're making a doors. podcast. Four of them don't have any sort of, um, like, you know, notation of what they are. And then the sixth one that's right in front of you, um, just says workshop. Oh, that's succinct. Yes. Shall we? And I'll go What's over and I'll, I'll, I'll knock twice on the workshop, carrying Catmint on my shoulder still. Well, fine. Mm-hmm. And so you, uh, you knock twice and you just hear a voice. It's open. I'll walk in. Alright. It's open. So, when you guys walk in, it is, it is a mess. There are gears and metal scraps and, like, you know, levers, pulleys, pistons, etc., 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 etc. Just every single piece of machinery that you can think of is just lying around somewhere. And, uh, sitting on top of the table, like, crouched over something on top of the table, is just a bright, golden, glowing cape. With a person underneath it, of course, but you can't really see them because of how much light this cape is giving off. Damn, I was gonna steal is, the cape. Is your mom... <laughs> I whisper. Is your mom just a cape? No, says the, you know, oh. says the cape, and she, Mother. she turns around, and standing in front of you, like, she hops down off the table, and uh, standing in front of you is quite possibly the worst drow you've ever seen. <laughs> in in Woe, well, you're going to need to be a little more specific there. It's so, not, is the it, worst that are we talking like very, are we ta- wait, hold on. Are we talking like drizzed bad or worse than drizzed? Like yeah, drizzed like okay, worse than drizzed. Like drizzed is like I love the surface, but I'll still stick to the shadows. This drow here is I'm going to wear a giant golden glowing cape and have an eye that is a gemstone that is also glowing. Oh, so it's like Fashion Week drow. <laughs> kinda. Kinda. You do notice that uh, this drow, she is wearing uh, what looks like hooker boots. Big, tall, black hooker boots. Those are some sexy, sexy boots. And she just says, You've been gone for a while, Pariah. I have. I mean, granted, that's kind of your shtick, but you know, like, you could come back and say hi every once in a while. I'm here now. Yeah, because you need something, don't you? Yes. And she I, I, I won't sets down me. whatever she was working on and sits down in her chair, like, leans back and, like, slouches into it, you know, and she just goes, so what do you need? Huh. Well, first, before we get into it, I uh, got into a few scrapes and... You need a couple tune-ups, huh? Yes. Oh, and then she, like, looks at you closer and she goes, When'd you get a plant? Hi! This is Catmint. I'm Catmint! I see. And the other one, wait. <laughs> Hold on. He's a boy! There's two I'm um, Malachi. Malachi, and, and she closes her eye that isn't, you know, a gemstone. And she just goes, and... Yo. Yo. So you've met this I, boy. I look at I, I, I like have not no. <laughs> I look at my shoulder. I'm like, do we just not do a good job hiding? Because it seems like every asshole we meet knows you're there. You old you old <coughs> just goes. Um, she's uh, she's probably got a magic eye. I know, but it's just like that's probably man. Very well the case. Yeah. Hi, I'm Malachi. This is Yol. 
and your shadow like waves behind you and then goes back into being your shadow. I'm gonna put my hand out to shake this drow lady's hand. And so this drow, even with the uh, stiletto hooker boots, is still like only like five, six. That's, so she has to that's reach. That's not up. that short. That's how tall I am. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up Catmint and set it down <sighs> when it goes to shake. <laughs> Hello. Right. So she crouches down and shakes your hand. She goes, "Charmed, I have a friend that would love you." Who? Ah, uh, it's an elf. Mm. Haven't well, seen him in a while. I like though. people who like me. Your son has been rather sassy to me, and I would like to lodge a formal complaint about his programming. I would like you to make him less sassy to plant girls. Um, so I didn't do programming. Yeah. <gasps> Raya, you're just you mean. Know, he is he is like a living being, like an actual, like, you know. <sighs> Like a person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like literally, Pariah Just... and his siblings are my finest work. Good luck around. explaining it to the plant. Oh, I'm not around. going to try. Oh, you are all so rude! And I look Pariah up and down and I say, Finest work indeed, Mr. Sassy! I'll crouch down and I'll crouch down That in was front vaguely of Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I'll crouch down in front of Catmint. And just stare at her, and then go, boo. <laughs> but Arin, she, uh, or well, I should say, the Drow. Well, look, there's the name. Spoiled uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Oops. Um, the Drow. She looks at you three, and she just says, "I mean, whatever you need, I'm not just gonna be like, here you go, have it. Um, I need you guys to explain to me why you're here, because Scribe said that he, uh." sensed that things were changing very rapidly. So, you know. He does look busy. I'd like to keep on tabs on that. And, um, also, there's a favor that I need you guys to take care of. A favor? We just got here. But we're just lame. Uh, question. For my own note-taking purposes, how do you spell Erin? E-R-Y-N-N. Okay. Not to be pronounced Erin. Got it. Erin. So... Um, I will start explaining, because I'm good at talking. I say, well, ma'am... So, basically... No, I say, well, Pariah's mom, we're the new heroes. Erin is fine. I strike a pose. She goes, okay. We're here to save the world from the crescendo. I'm sure you've heard of them. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, good. Well, we met a fellow named Grocco, who was blue and also blue, and he told us to come here. Mm-hmm. We uh-huh. were attacked at a festival. We got we our souls fisted out of us. As so many are. And Do also not... We, don't... We, don't phrase <laughs> it like that, Malachi. Is that not what happened? He punched us and our souls went out of our bodies. <laughs> yeah, if you say it the uh, other way, it definitely sounds like something else. Does it? <laughs> Yes. He used yeah, his fist. It does. I don't... Never mind. <laughs> Say he punched our souls out. And Yoel just goes, Yeah, I'd really appreciate if you didn't say that anymore. Catman doesn't know what they're talking about. Neither does Malachi. And then I'm going to say, We also <laughs> met some crazy cultists on the road here who wanted goes, to worship oh. your son. No, they're just no, they fascinated with him. They want to worship me, and I hate it. 
Well, I feel like just because maybe you should take advantage I of this. I was able to make an extremely advanced life form from scratch. They think I'm a god. That sounds like a god to me. It helps. I punched uh, one of them in the jaw on the way up here. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. Now they all... Oh. What if I join they them? They hold vendettas. Don't join them. I don't want you worshipping me. No, stop it. <laughs> I won't. They're no. crazy. So that's why we're here. I already dealt with people turning other people into gods once in my life. I don't need people thinking I'm a god. So that's why you're here, huh? That's it. That's the whole story. So. Oh, also I was cursed, and if you ever meet a woman with purple hair who lives in a bubble, please let me know. Okay, I have never met that, but I will definitely keep an eye out for it. Thank you. Okay. It's crazy. No, it's not. No, I've... It's my life. I've seen crazier. Like you, ha! For example, Pariah, you were born into this world, but where I come from, there is no music. So you said. It's very hard to sleep. Yeah, I'm getting used <laughs> to it. <laughs> but once you get the hang of it and you learn that you can pretty much create your own music just by, you know, I mean, plucking the harp strings of the, you know, the world, you generally have a good idea of what's going on. Speaking of, uh, that is what Grocco gave us was songs. Oh. You really are 100% complete now, huh, Pariah? Did the one thing I couldn't do, that little bastard. I... Were his parents not married? I suppose. Ah, uh, he doesn't know. Huh. Doesn't remember much of his hometown. He's not from around here either. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> you mentioned the Crescendo. Scribe mentioned them as well. Yes. After, uh, that skirmish, now I realize that it was you three that had that skirmish. Um, yes. After that, we've lost track of them. Scribe Ooh. isn't picking them up on sensors. We met there a were, on the invisible. way here. Yes, what? there were some at the Great Bridge. Right, For, the that was former the skirmish Great Bridge. that we were talking about. Oh, oh they also Fair. attacked us in Bastion. Right. So it was you three. Oh, it explains some things, yeah. Okay. Hmm. She furrows her brow and thinks for a moment. I have a suggestion. There is... Oh, yes, sorry. Catmint. Go I was going to say, maybe they've gone invisible, and that's why you can't find them. No, that, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't hide them from Scribe. No. Oh. Scribe is able to scry across the entire continent. They wouldn't be able to be hidden. However, there may be someone that can gain some insight into them. I'm sure you're familiar with the town Soup. Soup. I can't say I am. I haven't been there myself. Let me pull okay. up that there map. It's the map. It's the map. It's the map. It's the map. I made this joke already. And stop or we're going to have to do something with copyright. No, less than 30 seconds. We're fine. It's parody. No, I, I've not heard of soup. Or I no. may have passed through it, but... Soup, uh... Soup basically was a small town founded somewhere around 25 years ago, and uh, there's a person there that I think will uh, actually help you. They've got, or they had some ties to this new group, the Crescendo, but they do not anymore. Mm. 
but in order to get you there without any detection, because I have no idea what they're up to, they being the crescendo, sure. we're gonna want to give you an escort. We're gonna smuggle you in. Granted, Soup is not a very large town, but if, you know, the crescendo found out that you three were trying to find somebody that did know something about them, it would draw a little bit of unwanted attention. To us and them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, uh, pull in a couple requests. You guys are welcome to stay the night. Oh. Pariah, I'll get those tune-ups finished whenever you need me to. Thank you. Uh, Malachi, Yoel, uh, Yes. <clears throat> Catmint, I'm you, here. uh... You guys, if you head up one more floor, uh, you'll find that I have a dining area connected to a guest room. Uh, you should have uh, meals waiting for you up there as you when you get up there. Something with sugar, I hope. Uh, yeah, and she just kind of like glances side to side a little, almost almost nervously. Yeah, something like that. Good. Any any civilized place serves meals of only sugar to its guests. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Totally. I salute her. All right. <laughs> so. So that's the relationship Pariah, I have with that character. You guys, or er, Pariah, you go and you get your uh, tune-ups and stuff like that. Um, also, um, using your racial feature, if you want to pick two different languages, um, now is when you can do so. I forget what I picked. While you're doing that, so Malachi and Catmint, you guys walk upstairs, and, uh... Oh, uh, before we leave, actually, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Arin. Arin, was it? Arin, yes. You have a lot of books. She goes, please don't touch them. Counter, counter, uh, proposal. Okay. Is there anything in here that I could read? I'm kind of a history buff. And I'm trying to figure out what's, uh, what's the dealio with her. I don't have anything on the Shadowbound. Hmm. It's a mystery to even me, and I... Wow! You're a god! ...have been working on... I'm not... No! <laughs> There's nothing in here that I could maybe take a little look at? Please? If you really want to start at the beginning, because otherwise none of it would make any sense... Absolutely. You can start at the beginning of the universe. <gasps> Absolutely, that sounds fascinating. Uh, Will you read it to that? me? I want to read. I want you to. He- I want to hear it. Ask, just ask okay. Scribe to get it for you. Excellent. Thank you very much. And you just hear her mutter to like an unseen voice. You just hear her go. She goes. You know. Yeah, I understand. I'm not supposed to obstruct knowledge, but I really like. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that to us? Or. Oh. Oh no. Um. And she taps her eye and she goes. Uh, the goddess Ayun has uh, more than blessed me. Oh, fascinating. We talk frequently. And by frequently, I mean all the time. Well, uh... Constantly. She doesn't stop talking. I know the feeling. Uh, Once again, thank you very much. And you, uh, when you say that, you feel uh, Yoel's uh, stabilizing on your legs just give out just briefly. It's like, I really don't talk that much. Thanks for that. Malachi, Malachi, Malachi. Huh. Will you read it to me? Sure. Really? So yeah, why not? You guys grab the book, you go upstairs. I'd like to learn about this world more. Sitting on the table are two plates. Okay. 
and they are just piled with bacon. <sighs> it's just bacon. Just bacon? <sighs> just bacon. Just mounds of bacon. I'm not complaining. Um, Malachi, do you want mine? That is a mound of bacon. I would go into cardiac arrest. Malachi, I can't eat this. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not, like, entirely immortal. I'm pretty sure I can still die from a heart attack. <laughs> Let's try. Are they still talking about the bacon when I come back up? Uh, yes. I'm uh, trying to make him eat mine, cause, <laughs> and I'm chewing on a little, Malachi like, sugar rice cake. a couple pieces. He has not made anywhere near a dent in it. You have not touched yours. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go up and just, like, down slice after slice for a bit. You can eat mine. You get used to it. <laughs> I can't. I can't digest it. Yes, you can. I don't think I can. I've never eaten that. Here, try it. You can and digest I'll, like, it. I'll hand I her don't... a. Let's ask Scribe. I will hand I her one of the it. unfortunately overcooked crispy pieces of bacon. I have a question though. <laughs> I said that they were unfortunately overcooked. There's got to be at least one in there. Nobody 100% cooks bacon perfectly. There's always one that's a little bit too crispy. The Depends. See, but I am raising, or the listeners can't see, but I am raising one eyebrow. All right, I have a question. Next time you cook bacon, there will always be one. There will always be Iun- one strip of bacon that doesn't turn out right. Ayun <laughs> holds the secret to perfecting a whole batch of bacon. Guys, I just want to eat candied bacon. <laughs> is there any candied bacon? There is brown sugar baked bacon. I can obtain some candied bacon, then I will try it. It is maple sugar baked bacon. Hold it on, has let been me baked like in it. maple sugar. It's the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it gives me a stomach ache, but it's almost worth it. So, you guys pretty much just spend the night eating bacon and uh, enjoying yourselves because you have bacon. I'm reading about uh, the lore of the land. I'm listening in rapt attention. Actually, for once, paying attention. So that is how you guys finish up your night. And uh, you guys eventually all go to sleep. Good night. Bye. And that's where we're going to end it today. Thank you for listening to Experience in Gold. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, or whatever other social media platform you choose. And if you're really nerdy and into video games and board games and everything else related to this, which, given that you're listening to a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, hey, uh, be sure to check out our other podcast, Beard Games, which features myself, Connor, and Nick as we discuss and debate all sorts of video games, board games, current topics, whatever catches our interest. Um, that's also available on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and goodbye.